Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. I'm Lee Campbell. And I'm Erin Doherty. And Lee, exciting news. Tell me. I'm getting my brows done on Saturday. <laughs> How long has it been? It's been, when was the beginning of lockdown? <gasps> it's been since June. the beginning of lockdown. Yeah, June. Can oh. you not tell? No. Like you cannot see my eyes right now, right? I actually <laughs> think that you've accidentally made them really full and fluffy. Really? So don't well, go too you. thin. <laughs> No, I won't. I'll definitely keep the shape, but... Browse was my first appointment. Like, I think they opened and it was 9am. I was there. But I haven't even had my hair done yet. That's how, you know, our priorities are different. Well, as you probably know, it's time to talk beauty news like we do every Wednesday. And today we're here to talk about why people are using Gladrap to put their makeup on and why an Australian beauty brand is going waterless. But first... So, pretty massive news. One of the biggest beauty brands in the world has gone off social media. They've gone off Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Snapchat. The brand is Lush. So we all know Lush, the smelly bath bomb place. The products smell beautiful if you've just got one, but if you go into the store, sometimes you get a bit of a headache. They have completely decided to go off social media, not just in Australia, in the 48 countries that they sell in, which is pretty big news. So this is their reason. They say that in the same way that the evidence against climate change was ignored and belittled for decades, concerns around the serious effects of social media are barely being acknowledged. They go on to say that Lush has been known to be leaders instead of followers, and they've decided to address the serious issues now by starting this change. Massive news. Erin, This is huge. This is such an interesting move. But honestly, if it came from anyone, it would come from Lush. Yes. They're very socially responsible. Very socially responsible. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how this goes. But have you ever seen Social Dilemma? It's that documentary. Yes. Oh, my God. I wanted to go off social media when I watched that. Yeah, same. I put all my notifications off. That's just what I started thinking about when I heard this because I feel like there's so much evidence now out there as to how social media is trying to kill us. I agree. I agree. What I find interesting is I guess as an individual like you and I, we can choose to go off social or limit social. But as a brand, it is almost all of marketing. You know, Instagram and Facebook is how you sell things. So it's the first beauty brand I've seen do this. Fashion It brand, Bottega. Vanetta notably doesn't have Instagram and that's for different reasons. They want to be exclusive and all that sort of stuff and it hasn't affected the popularity of that fashion brand at all. If anything to the contrary, if you look in Sydney and Melbourne, every it girl is wearing Bottega shoes or bags. So it can be done in terms of perhaps make more mystery around your brand. I don't know. At first I thought, oh, this sounds like a bit of a PR stunt, but then I read into it And they actually made a company statement. It said, like so many teenagers have experienced before us, Lush has tried to come off social media, but our FOMO is vast and our compulsion to use the various platforms means we find ourselves back on here despite our best intentions. So that was in 2019 when they tried to quit. 
then they came back. Now they're quitting again. So you can still find them on social. They'll be on Twitter and YouTube. So I guess that's still on the internet, but not on all of the other platforms. So I'm really interested to see how this goes. I wonder where they'll go from here. Mm, we'll have to go into Billboards. Store. Billboards. <laughs> there <TV>. it is. TV. <laughs> Waterless beauty is now the next big thing in sustainability, apparently. So I went to a recent launch last week for a skincare brand called Conserving Beauty. And it's a brand that was created by Natasha Niccolo. And it's Australia's first waterless skincare brand. So basically, the brand is on this mission to reduce the beauty industry's water footprint through all these kind of water conservation initiatives. So they're basically saying that you can't focus just on one area of sustainability if you're going to go, go all in. I'm intrigued by this because I guess there's two ways they could go because in beauty products, there's a lot of water, Mm -hmm. like a water is up there to make, you know, the recipes for lack of a better word. Or are they talking production? Because I know, for example, like in fashion with denim that use a huge amount of water to produce the product, but there's not water left in your jeans. They just use it in their production. So where are they taking the water away from? So if you basically look at the ingredient list of like any skincare product, as you said, water is the first ingredient that's going to be listed. And that usually makes up like 70 to 90 percent of a beauty product. Mm -hmm. And that helps with things like texture, application, hydration and all that kind of stuff. And it's also really inexpensive. And that's why the beauty industry uses so much of it. However... A large whack of the world's population has been impacted by extreme water stress. So that means that brands are now becoming like increasingly eco-conscious in that area. So that has got to do, I guess, with the production of beauty products and everything like that as well. So instead of water, they're using like butters, oils, waxes and that kind of stuff to fill in those ingredients. So apparently removing the water is not only better for the environment, but... It'll also mean that there'll be less preservatives in the skincare products. Obviously, for like bacteria and stuff like that, you need like to balance it out with preservatives. (laughs) Hello, Mm -hmm. I'm a scientist. (laughs) Um, So obviously some of those ingredients can be really harsh and can irritate your skin. They're also typically less concentrated when there's more water in them. Obviously, the products are less concentrated. So in this way, the products are going to be more concentrated Mm. and more potent, which means, you know, you'll use less of them and they'll last longer. But if they're lasting longer and they don't have preservatives, (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on the product. An oil is a preservative in itself, so is a salt. But I'm really intrigued by this brand. I've had a look at their branding. Mm. I haven't tried anything yet. It looks like a beautiful, like even if you didn't tell me the backstory, I'd just be like, wow, that's a really beautiful skincare brand. I'd like to try their products. But yeah, I'm really intrigued by this. I mean, I see that they do no palm oil, they've got all glass packaging so they're obviously you know on the sustainability train as a whole but yeah no water's like blowing my mind a bit yeah it's a new thing watch this space but if you do want to check out the conserving beauty products they're available at conservingbeauty.com Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.
Two viral trends in the social sphere this week. One I can kind of get behind and one I'm like, please make it stop. (laughs) The first trend is red eyeliner, believe it or not, red. Mm. So we're taught in colour theory to never put red near your eye because it's just going to bring out your bloodshotness and make your eyes just not look great. But we are throwing that rule out the window. So all the fashion shows we saw over the last few months, they all had kind of one common thread and it was graphic liquid liner, but surprisingly not black. We saw hot pink, we saw lime green, we saw purple and red. And we're not just making this up. Erin and I don't sit here and just make up trends. Pinterest have seen a 40% increase in searches for red eyeliner. Thoughts, Erin? As you said, I thought you were going to say purple eyeliner was one of the biggest trends, but red, I don't know. I feel like that's a really hard colour to pull off. It's hard. Without looking like you've got pink eye. Like, honestly, <laughs> you've got an infection. Not, I know. Even even with Christmas coming up, I'm like, I just don't know if I'd ever feel like I could pull it off. I was the same when I saw that and then I looked at some of the pics and actually it's not like a smoky red, so it's not like, has that girl got something in her eye? It is quite like graphic, beautiful, like sharp mm. line liquid. I mean, if you're an 18-year-old model, you can probably pull off anything. Whether or not I'll try it, I don't know. <laughs> Going down to Woolies with your, yeah, with your my red, red liner. <laughs> but what I do like is that cool, fun, out there makeup is back. After, you know, being in lockdown and we're just all about skin, it's nice to see some makeup trends coming through. It's good through. to bring everyone out of the funk, I think. Yeah, so I'm down for that one. This one, I'm not that down for. It's a bit WTF. People are just applying foundation with random products. First, we had condoms. Why? Use them for other things to stop making babies. And now we're using jade rollers. We're using frozen sponges. We're using cling wrap. I mean, why are people using Glad Wrap to apply foundation? So the one I was like, eh, maybe I'll give that a go is the jade roller. So traditionally jade roller is used on your skin with your skincare to get your serums and your oils happening and all that sort of stuff. But now the TikTokers are using jade rollers to apply their foundation. I watched a few videos. They're saying it's a game changer. It's not really a game changer. The result is full, full coverage. Mm. You can't get it in all the nooks and crannies. So around your nose, up around your eyes. like it's Left out. A bit left out. Still needs blending. Some people online have said it's helped tighten their pores because I guess the jade roller, especially if it's cold, can kind of do that, you know, momentarily. I just want to ask the internet, please, Please, can we use brushes? Can we use regular sponges? Can, can we, we use please calm down? How did we get here? How did we get here? Erin, have you used a jade roller to put on your foundation? I absolutely haven't. I just use a normal beauty sponge, but I know obviously, yeah, there's now the frozen beauty sponge hack and then you've got obviously your cling film one. I feel like these are all just making the whole foundation routine like so much longer. I just I, I feel only have like, like two seconds in the morning. Yeah, if I'm stuck on a stranded island and I desperately need to put my foundation on, sure, I'll give something random a go, but my fingers work just they're, as well. They're great. They're great too. Yeah, but I just don't understand this TikTok world. Guys, don't use your jade roller for your foundation. Just use it for your serum. That's your beauty news for the week, but we'll be back next Wednesday with more. Thanks for listening to this episode of You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. Just by reading or listening to our content, you're helping to fund girls in schools in some of the most disadvantaged countries in the world through Mamma Mia's partnership with Room to Read. We're currently funding 300 girls in school every day and our aim is to get to 1,000. Have a great week. See you soon.